this person came to me and they were like, oh, when you first arrived, you were so sexy. But now, since it's Christmas and you're enjoying life here, you gained weight, you're not so sexy anymore. You like, think what? you only get that from family, but no. You know, yeah. same yeah. elementary school. Even now, when we're in America, we're still aliens. Still aliens. Yeah. I came here, I'm like, where is my wings? Sizzle on my tongue. Hopefully, this is a platform that makes people feel safe. I completely almost forgot. All right, guys, welcome. Today, we're going to start on some news. Due to Hong Kong's fifth wave of COVID-19 over the last week, there has been a rise in domestic workers who are left homeless due to testing positive for COVID-19. And so this was a post actually to run a crowdfunding campaign. So people are trying to raise money because these people are tested were tested positive and then so they were uh left homeless they like they were able to raise like about hundred thousand hong kong dollars but um so this is another news that read um an online campaign that raised over hong kong one hundred thousand dollars for domestic workers handed covid fines for a flouting gathering ban has been axed after a minister claimed campaigners may be suspected of abetting a crime Organizers have told HKFP that all funds will be returned to donors. So you can see in the picture that the police is giving fines away and they're like giving these fines away to these domestic workers who are on the street that are that don't even probably like minimum wage doesn't even make enough. It's <sighs> messed up, man. Like they do those they do like impossible scenarios like that so that they can leave push them out without yeah causing an uproar this whole covid thing is just stress like stressing everybody out like it's magnifying the racism that was already there mm. and pause a second there's kind of like a shadow on your face i know right <laughs> actually also i wanted to like because this is a sad news i wanted to mention this news you're you're the rice to my chicken joy. Filipino American couple hold their wedding res- reception to, at Jollibee. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. You should you see his picture? Oh, so sweet. That's so cute. <laughs> Actually, you know, zero like, all streak, this, whatever. Yeah, all this Asian like Asian hate is happening here. Like it's happening in Macau too. These Asians it's are Asian spoiled Asian and hate. Yeah, forget that Asians. It's just a big. It's a big continent, okay? We can, we can look like a lot of things. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, Wait, perfect. I need to stand up. So pretty! <laughs> so proper. I, we like, we look. I know! <laughs> I just came from outside, so I'm dressed. Please introduce but, yourself. <laughs> hey guys, nice to meet you. Sandra here. Um, I'm from Macau, born and raised. Um, half Filipino, half Portuguese. So yes, like Yasmin and Pajala, yes, I'm also half Filipino. Um, what else? Grew up in Macau, uh, studied hospitality. So um, I'm obsessed with traveling. And yeah, I went into a job that allows me to travel around the world. So that's what I've been doing lately. <laughs> so Where you are now? Beautiful. Where are you now? 
I am currently in Malta. It's a little tiny island in the Mediterranean, just below Italy. Wow. So, so our topic today is going to be about the Filipino culture and the different parts of Filipino culture also being daughters to Filipino parents and also, you know, some of the comments that might be considered inappropriate in the Filipino culture. Um, and I'm sure we have experienced a lot of that being uh, girls, half Filipino girls. We are the half Pinais that uh, grew up outside the Philippines. So it's like, right. you know, we have a little a little disconnection to the actual Philippines. But then at the same time, we're like, you know, we're not we're all still experiencing it. Yeah, we're still like finding out, oh, this is actually offensive, you know? And you realize, oh my God, I thought it was okay. <laughs> like telling people, oh, I like your nose because it's pointy. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Pointy nose. I'm so obsessed with pointy nose. You know, it was actually a thing. Like it's it's very usual for mothers to be like squeezing their kids' noses while growing up. <laughs> they get a pointier nose. Yeah. The thing is it's not like squeezing like it doesn't hurt too much, but like you know the the clip you use to hang clothes? Like yes, they would, they would like. <laughs> I would be told to like put it on my nose for for like a few hours every day so that my nose gets pointy. But actually, is this like, is this something that is cultural or is it like proven by science that it actually works? I don't think it works. I don't know. Actually, actually, I want to say it worked a little bit at least with my one of my like my sister. She, I think. She, like she did it a lot more because she was the first one, <laughs> but her nose is definitely like pointier <laughs> than I remember. I think it worked. Maybe, like, I mean, maybe I, there is a sign to it. Like you know, gua sha, you know, and the the roll thing. They, they don't don't oh, they yeah, say yeah, it yeah. makes it fit slimmer? I got yeah, to, yeah. you do it every day. <laughs> so maybe. I mean, oh, I know Filipinos are not the only Asians that are doing that. Oh really? They're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cuz um my cousin, he married a Chinese lady and she was doing it to like my niece. And, oh my. And my mom was telling her like, "Oh, don't do it." Um cuz you know, like she kind of found out that it's kind of toxic because you're basically telling your kids that their nose you is don't not good enough. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No? But this is something that my mom had to unlearn. Yes, definitely. Good for her, That's honestly, true. Like, no, to that her. really. You're like, right. my, mom, my mom has been doing that too. Like, you know, realizing because they grew up with this, so it's normal for them. So they did it to me, but now years later, with like my cousin's children, my mom mm -hmm. is telling his yeah. wife like that. Because when you when you think about it, when you're younger and people tell you these things, you're like, okay, I have to change my face because this is not the standard beauty. Um, exactly. It just just makes you think you have to change parts of yourself to be accepted you know exactly yeah even like having curly hair oh. <laughs> honestly like oh. i used to cry and i used to tell my mom like why don't i look filipina like why don't i have your hair because she has it's black hair. hair yeah and i was like why did i have to have dad's hair why couldn't i be born with black straight so you know, <laughs> that 
that is considered beautiful in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. If you look at the standards, like the beauty standards in the Philippines, when they have shampoo commercials, like before and after, <laughs> it's curly. The so before is curly. Before, it's like horrible hair. It's curly. I didn't. I didn't even like, think about it. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, that's so true, though. Oh my god. Yeah. And I remember, like, I used to go to Phil to the Philippines, and like, obviously, I would get tan, mm -hmm. and then I would have curly hair. So you really like don't fit the standard at Fair. all. Truthfully, though, okay, so out of three of us, like, I'm definitely the brownest, you know, definitely, like, look more Pinoy, right? But when you guys get a tan, right, and you're uh, you're with, like, friends that are European or, Ameri I don't know, somehow America, wouldn't they, like, say, oh, oh, maybe your, your tan is so nice, like, skin is so nice, it's such a different yeah. vibe. I, I had this conversation with, uh, with my, my friends yesterday. Because <laughs> I was saying, oh my gosh, I can't wait for summer. I'm so excited because we're going to, like, you know, have barbecues and stuff. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you don't have to worry because you're tan all year. And it's a good day. And they're like, oh, so pretty. Oh, I was so like, jealous. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't think about it. Like, it's a, it's a good thing. Because it, when you're in Asia, you're always taught to not get tan. My mom in the video chat, you're so black. <laughs> no, like when you when you call like FaceTime them, and then the first thing is, like, "Hey, why are you so black now? Why are you so fat now?" <laughs> very uh, true. Very true. Oh, yeah. Very. very uh, yeah. And then they try to tone it down and say, "Oh no, we're just saying you're healthy. You're healthier now." <laughs> no, you just called me fat. <laughs> God, that's the thing with like those comments is that they think they have to say it like they think like if they don't say it they owe it to themselves like they're not being truthful that's why you know in the tweet that i said like, like what i'm telling the truth like i did i ask for the truth it's also kind of like this maybe you know the mentality behind is like oh uh oh she's a filipino we're all family i could say anything you know it's, it's like that part too which is nice but also you know <laughs> Yeah, admits to it, and I like in any other culture, they would not accept this. Like, it would be considered really offensive. Because uh, my friend's um, sibling is dating a Filipino, and this person was like, was like, man, Filipinos are actually pretty racist. <laughs> <laughs> but she she grew up in America. But okay, she, but like racist as in like you know just. Just, just comments, I guess. Yeah, but so it shows that even here in America, like first generation, like Filipinos will brush off these, these like thoughts and stuff. Yeah. And you only realize that it's been after. That is very true. That is very. <clears throat> How do Europeans see Filipino? Like in America, it's very much like, oh, Filipinos are cool. They're these type of like party people. They're so passionate type of people. And uh, in general, you it feels good to be filipino here mm -hmm. um but how do europeans or in malta um see i guess filipino um i think it's very similar to in macau oh, but really? it's not filipinos it's asians in general okay. here 
Because the Asians that come here, they usually, you know, do the cleaning type of job. Yeah, they're immigrants, like uh, labor Ex- workers. Same, same. Exactly. So it's very similar to Macau. I mean, mm-hmm. in Malta, I haven't seen a lot of. There are a few, yes, and it's growing, but mm-hmm. they're still not as much as in Macau or Hong Kong or whatever, like we're used to. Um, a lot of the Mal- the Filipinos that I've seen here, they're working in the ships, so like seamen, you know. Oh, yeah. interesting. <laughs> because Malta is an island, so yeah, 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 makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the Filipinos I met, they're actually working on the ships, so going cool. around here. Um, and then I heard, I mean, of course, hospitality. There's Filipinas, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, mostly like in housekeeping and that. And then there are a few caregivers ah, as well, caregivers. like older okay. people here. Yeah, those normal and bus drivers. That's the one that shocked me the most. Really, bus drivers. Bus drivers. Wow. Not only Filipinos, but other Asians. They take on those type of jobs, so it's kind mm. of the same view. Yeah, interesting. As they have migrants here, which is like lower class, unfortunately. It happened. Yeah. Maybe that's uh, why we have such a good rep here because there's so many nurses. Oh <laughs> yes, <laughs> like literally oh, like, nurses. Yeah, that's a thing here. They say, "Oh, are you a nurse?" Like they always say that, and it's just like, "Oh, maybe yeah. that's why." I guess it's man. Everywhere is rep. It's all about reputation now, huh? That's true. But in the U.S., it's like standard. You're Filipino. You're a nurse. Yeah. So I remember, like. I, a few like American friends, and I told them, "Oh, I'm half Filipino," and they're like, "Oh, is your mom a nurse?" Like, there are other like careers out there, but yes, my yeah. mom's a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of no, the only I, ones. If for some know? reason, if for some reason, like in even in the Philippines, like it's a, it's a, I guess it's a thing for girls to, to be nurse. That's why there's so many Filipino nurses out there and here. And, um, yeah. And yeah, it's also. Like gets you out of the country, and I think that's what a lot of them want right. because I think it's a job. Where mm-hmm. All the country always needs medical staff, so especially nurses. No one wants to be a nurse, but everybody wants to be a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nurses, you have to actually clean up people's shit. You know, if you're in the ICU unit, you have to deal with drug addicts. Like, cause Tyler's yep. uh, brother is a, is a nurse, and then all these like stories, and obviously your mom too. Like, crazy. It's a tough job. Yeah, it is. People Um, don't realize you gotta deal with actual shit, too. (laughs) Like, clean patients that, like, shit themselves. And Tyler's, like, brother would be like, oh, someone got shot today, blah, blah, blah. Like, they talk like it's, like, whatever, you know? And, yeah, it's, like, a daily thing for them, right? We were in Macau once, and there was this guy, he had a motorcycle accident. My mom rushed, like, she dropped the groceries with me. She rushed in the middle of the street to help this guy. I have a video. It's on Facebook. Whoa. Um, And I was frozen. I was like, and she was so calm. Frozen. Like, are you breathing, sir? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, lift your legs. Yeah. They call, she said, okay, I'm going to call the ambulance. I was like, how are you calm? You have to be calm, right? Can you imagine so- us as uh, a nurse? I, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You want to freak people out more? <laughs> We would, we would for sure. She sounds so professional. Like she was very calm. Like she knew exactly what to do. And I'm like, oh my god, that guy just like hit, got hit by a motorcycle, and like you're so calm. 
Yeah. But you have to if you're working in this type of You can't do your job if you're not a cop, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. You also, if you deal with a hotel guest that is like complaining, you have to ruin customers. True. Yeah, people get so entitled that they pay for services. Yeah. They they forget that the people who work there are actual human beings. Yeah, that's true. Like, especially in the front office, like, you get called everything on the book. You really have to grow, like, thick skin. But I mean, it's the same. Penal culture, you have to grow thick skin too with the comments that are thrown at you. That's true. There was like, so there are a few like Filipinos here working and this person came to me and they were like, oh, when you first arrived, you were so sexy. But now since it's Christmas and you're enjoying life here, you gained weight, you're not so sexy anymore. You think you only get that from family, but no. (laughs) No, you get it from people who find out that you're Filipino as well, so they think it's okay to say comments like that, but it's so uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Okay, thank you. I gained weight. Like, what am I supposed to reply to that? She literally said, when you you first arrived, you were so sexy like Miss Universe, but now you're getting happy. You're eating a lot. (laughs) And you say, you know, if you say something bad, like, they will be like, oh, so disrespectful. <laughs> so it's like, they bluntly just tell you in your face, you gained weight. And it's like, okay. That's why exactly. when I video oh, chat man. my mom and her her friend was there and was like, oh, Paji, you're, you're fat now. And I'm like, I, I, like speechless, right? And she, she was like, yeah, I, what? I'm telling the truth. Like, I mean, uh, even more, like, you know, I'm already quiet. And then... If you guys don't know, Sandra has a brother growing up. Like, I say this because Yasmin and I, three girls. Yeah, we're three girls in a household. And so we have no idea what it's like to have a brother. (laughs) Right. And we have no idea what it's like for to have, like, because we're we're daughters, right? So, like, I think the Filipino, like, norm is that you're very protective over your daughters. And so we didn't see the difference between having a brother and ourselves um yeah it's very different we grew up with a lot of i'm guessing rules curfews the way you dress it's tell us about it very talk about it i mean patella experienced it with me when she was (laughs) at home like yeah i went to your place every freaking weekend like sleepover all the time and i see it live like she saw it live and she had the same rules as i did so even if she wasn't a sister so i mean she was an adopted daughter so (laughs) had the same rules as i did and we had had curfews i remember like before going out my dad would be like what are you wearing you're not wearing that and these comments like oh god like oh you look like a prostitute like you don't do that you see what i mean by thick skin they wouldn't worry much about what he was wearing and stuff like that um for curfews we both had curfews but for me it was much stricter um and i remember having a conversation with uh, with my mom and i said this is so unfair like 
why does he get to go out and you know like has the freedoms that i don't and my mom said whether you like it or not you're the oldest and you're a girl so it's like you have to set an example because you're the oldest and for women unfortunately but this is not only in filipino culture it's in every culture around the world mm-hmm. being outside in the streets as a girl mm-hmm. it's completely yeah. different. like and it's not and you're also seen with a bad reputation if you're always outside you know very true very very true so it's Don't also the image also like our moms it feels like they were prepping us for marriage like from start they're just like act like a lady or like oh you you don't know how to cook how are you gonna cook for your future husband just like yeah they would just say stuff that makes you feel disgusting that so you you like feel very insecure about yourself but they're just Mm. really trying to use this like reverse psychology on you but it's still messed up because it makes you feel so insecure after because you're just like oh my kilikili's back like Oh my God! Can you believe that? That's such a big thing. Yeah. Oh my God! That was a huge part of my childhood, and I hated it. I hated. Yes. I hated it so much. I would never wear tank tops, even short sleeves. I would be ashamed to wear because what if I lift my arm and you see? You know? Oh my God! Yeah. We're dark oh skin. God. What am I supposed to do? Like, it's not because I shave that it gets darker. Sure, but like, yeah. what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, she will. My mom will say, "Don't shave. Don't shave. You uh, you pluck. You pluck." <laughs> even even plucking, like even plucking, irritates the skin. Like, yeah. I don't know. My elbows and my knees are dark too. How do I? What am I supposed <laughs> to do about that? Oh my god! Mm. I totally forgot about that part of my. It's a huge part of my childhood, a huge insecurity, huge, and it's huge. so sad because I missed out a lot of it. And then, like dressing nice, you know, like oh, for, oh. think, it's not even that much mentioned in the West. No, I mean armpits, right? Kili kili here, so yeah, and like if people like even if you have like slightly darker like skin, irritated skin, like. It's fine. Nobody's gonna like say like much about it, you know. And yeah, it's crazy. No, you're right. No, the thing with like places like especially America, they they don't say anything that they can't ch- like people can't change over like a short period of time. You know, you can say like, oh, you have something in your teeth, but you can't say something like, oh, your forehead is huge. Like, what are you gonna like? Cause why? What am I gonna do with that? Like. Thanks for the comment. Like, any more suggestions? You know, <laughs> it's just sure. it gives you bad vibe. But they like, man, that's a big part of our culture, dude. Oh my god! Do you remember that white powder you put in the armpit? I think it's baking so soda. Many or products, so many products. You you put lemon. You mix lemon and baking soda. All these efforts wasted. Now I I did laser and it's all gone, guys. <laughs> you see that's not expected of guys yeah for sure yeah like remember like i went in uh in america i mean it's it was a thing like to protest as a woman's right to leave your armpit hair out and stuff i was like good for you girl (laughs) good for you but yeah you do you girl 
I don't have that kind of courage, but we respect that. Because, yeah, no, like, like I read, like, you know, like, this uh, hairless, uh, being woman and you have to be hairless um, in different parts started, like, maybe 40, 50 years ago when they started selling shaving. Target woman, um, yeah. they're like, yeah, the beauty standard is to shave your armpit and shave your your legs. That's and when the women product is all like more expensive. Exactly. Right? The pink the pink um, shaver is always more expensive. It's it's called the pink tax. Pink that tax, yeah. yes. Fucking America yeah. with their taxes. <laughs> taxes, taxes. Uh, but, I mean, I just think the expectations not only in Filipino culture for women, but mm-hmm. women in general in all cultures are so much more like demanding and different. From what yeah. they expect from men. And every yeah. time when I say like I'm outside, I always say I'm with Sandra because because like my mom would be like you know over, but then if she knows I'm with Sandra, I'm good because Sandra's mom is more strict than my mom, so it's like <laughs> for her, it's like oh she's fine. <laughs> Out with the opposite sex. Mm, Not like it's big. not allowed. No, no. Yeah. You can't bring guys over in the house. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, white people here, yeah, they, they let that. And they're just like, use a condom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another thing, dating. Like, that whole thing, like, no boyfriend until college or no boyfriend until after college. It's like... But then afterwards, it's like, oh, where's the husband? Where were you? Oh, where's the kids? Where's the husband? <laughs> yeah, where's my grandchildren? It's like... I think a lot of like Asian immigrants here experience the same thing too. Like it's a very Asian cult, uh, mentality where like focus on your studies and um, you know, very strict with in terms of that, like it's a distraction. And then after college, you're like, where's the husband? Where's my son-in-law? Where's, where's my grandkids? Exactly. <laughs> it's just a different generation of dating too, that they don't even realize like, um, so I, home for a friend's um wedding and the titas there they were like oh my gosh Sandra, next you're next you're next and it's like why why am i next like uh, yeah and then they, they were like oh next time you come home i'm gonna pray for you i'm gonna pray for you okay thank you i'm gonna pray for you next time you're gonna bring a nice man home i'm like okay <laughs> All right. Are these people are these people in happy marriages too? You know, but that's the you know that's the thing also. Like I feel like they say it because they're like, I want you to suffer like me. Yes. You know, like it almost feels. No, that but it's, because- it's funny. It's funny because it's a huge difference. Because when, for example, we were in high school and we had boyfriends, it was like all the things were like, oh my gosh, no, you don't do that. It's so bad. Like it's the worst thing in the world. And then now you see those titas, and they're like. Fo- Asking you, like, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? Where are you doing? Two years ago, you were telling me not to date, like, not to have a boyfriend. And now yeah. you're like, you're looking for a man? It's like, yeah, exactly. You know, that's the thing. And even after you get married, they're like, where are the kids? Where are the kids? After kids, like, I don't know, where's the house? I don't know. It's just always it's like, never, like, it's never ending. It's never, it's mm-hmm. never enough. It's never enough. That's also like a pressure. Like, parents expectations because one one thing in like uh that is very like ingrained in filipino culture is finishing your studies 
um, you know, getting a good job, making your parents proud. And then that pressure, like you're so scared and letting your parents down that it's like mm. it consumes. I don't think this is sad, but I don't think I've ever really felt like parents were proud of what I've achieved or who I am kind of. Mm. Um, and I think maybe it's also like, I, I know they are obviously like thinking now, but I think it's, it's just like also not really expressing so much like hey i'm proud of you good job for doing this and i think westerners okay. western parents are better at this in terms of that but asians are very like conserved and always just trying to fix you what you need to yeah. do better what you have almost to do. like they're scared of losing power mm-hmm. you know like losing um a sense of status over or i don't i don't know it just feels like when they they're scared to be vulnerable like in emotions because they don't yeah. want to seem weak or they don't want to seem like anything other than a mother than two because now we're adults you know it's like yeah we practically kind of can have our own thoughts and 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 opinions of things without Mm -hmm. our parents being mad it should be that way so but they still get mad yeah (laughs) (laughs) one of the things like we were talking about expectations and like parents expectations especially in the filipino culture about studies about getting a good job but even like the expectations after you get the job like you're supposed to send money back home you're supposed to send money and that is something very expected in the filipino culture Mm. Uh, that i mean i told my friends like it's very normal for the older sibling to then take care of the younger siblings and send money and support them Mm. My friends, my European friends, they were like, what? That is crazy. And I was like, well, I thought it was normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my mom, like my dad told my mom and also my mom, like she realized like it's not good to expect and put that pressure on your child. Yeah. So yeah. my mom said, like, if you were not expecting for you to send us money, but if you want to help with your brother, you can. But that's totally up to you. Mm. I was shocked to get this like from my mom because it's expected in the Filipino culture. It's a normal thing. Mm. I'm not bad or good or whatever. I'm being completely Mm. objective here. I'm just saying that it's normal. Mm -hmm. It is very normal. While in the Portuguese culture, you don't do that. You don't send your parents money. You don't. I'm not saying you don't. I was going to say when we were living in Macau, we paid rent. Yeah. To our parents. Like we yes. had to pay rent. And I'm just saying there's people in America like living with their parents, like not paying a dime, obviously smooching over their parents. And it's like a normal thing. Yeah, but yeah. I remember mom was like, you're working now. So if you're going to live in this house, you're going to pay rent. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, like, I mean, I don't know. To me, it made sense. But <laughs> when I told my friends here in Europe, they thought it was insane like they thought it was crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, people here will be like what so, yeah i think you know in america actually my like dentist family also well they did pay rent like as once they have like once they finish college and have a job it's a good practice right like you like oh you at least like like when you grow up and actually leave then you Cause I feel like okay you're contributing because you are living in that house you are you know in the food there using electricity water okay you're 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 doing your part contribution mm-hmm. but the thing is parents expecting you to like 
send the money and then pay for your siblings tuition or school or mm-hmm. everything like that. it can be a pressure so I think it's nicer from, when it comes out of book. yourself only like oh. like when you want to give it rather than yeah. like oh you have to give it exactly exactly yes nowadays though for me i feel like it's like oh at least i could do whatever no because i'm here they're there i can't mm-hmm. go back it's very expensive to go back it's like whatever i'm just gonna use 10 percent of the money that i would use going back right because that's like what one thousand dollars to go back right probably yeah if, I, if we even could because america is probably banned um yeah i, I would just try to send over stuff from america because stuff from america is pretty cool i remember growing up right like it's like oh i wish i could order this that in america yeah so at least that's pretty cool of us to do that it's also deeply rooted in the culture Mm. so it's expected so i see like a lot of filipinos working abroad they're living in like really bad conditions to be able to send money back home so it's people that back home are like they're, they're not shy to ask because they're like oh you're in you're in there you're like having the time of your life like you know like they're just waiting for yeah. it and i that's healthy either i mean there has to be a balance that's why i had to explain to my mom about taxes about stuff like how i mean america is actually very hard to like save money tyler like he ha- saved a lot of money in macau but then now it's like all gone now because in America. Because yeah, America. America. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I took like a salsa class yesterday and it was $20 here for an hour. And it was, and then in Mexico, it was, it was $3. And then Mexico is so much better quality than it was here. And I'm like, I don't want to. It's like Chinese food or Thai food here, man. Like, I wish I could just fucking transport to Thai, Thailand and get some Thai food. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Oh, so. Um, about dancing, I was the only one to ask you if you've ever, um, were you ever asked to do the ocho ocho dance or the spaghetti? <laughs> oh my gosh! I look so. Of wrong. course, like you can't run away from that. It oh is, God. it is embedded and expected. Well, if you say no, I'm shy. It's ex- expected at every family filipino family party like you have to dance you have to sing okay i mean well pajala and i we used to perform at our yearly christmas um dinners they're embarrassing videos they're embarrassing okay the first time i ever like even thought of it as inappropriate was when I, we, me and Debbie were in Germany and we were taking care of my nephew, Ezekiel. He's two now. And, you know, he was just like in his diaper, kind of walking around, he was dancing. And I was like, jokingly, I was like, oh, so sexy, you know? And then he freaked out. He was like, wait, what did you say? I was like, he's sexy. It's just kind of like a cute thing. I'm not sexualizing him. It's just, you know, he's, he's cute. He's like sexy, like cute in a cute way. I couldn't explain it because like, you know, and he was like, no, that's what? No, that's that's never going to be appropriate. Like, no, but I'm, I'm saying it in a cute way. You know, it's, it's like cute, sexy. And I said, like, no. Like the uncle's that's, telling that's, us. Yeah. And he's like, no. That's, and then and then I was like, oh, like there are other like there are many other things. Like, I wonder I was thinking, like, why did I say the word sexy? And it's actually pretty normal in the Filipino culture. Like, 
you say like, oh, this, oh, so sexy. Like, oh, this dress looks sexy on you. Um, and I know like the word maybe means different. I don't know. But like also the dance itself, like for, for a nine-year-old or 10-year-old to do the dance. The like, sex bomb song. Sex yes. bomb. Sex bomb. Sex bomb. Legit having a dance to that. At the end of the day, we're all very proud to be Filipinos, right? Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I honestly am like always proud to say, yeah, I'm, I'm half Pinoy, and and I wish I looked more Pinoy so people recognize me as Pinoy as one of them, you know. And I wish I speak the language too, so I could be a part of them, part of the culture. Oh yeah. We spoke about like bad expectations, but we should also mention like good expectations. Yeah, like how you're a very good singer. You know, I'm just like I'm just annoyed I didn't get that. That is so biased. (laughs) Like all Filipinos can sing and dance. No, it's because of the karaoke culture, and I think it's beautiful. Every time we meet, you just kind of sing karaoke (gasps) together. The Wow Sing Mike. Remember Wow Sing Mike? Yes, and then ding. And you have the score at the end of the singing. <laughs> and I was, was just with, with my Filipino family in Germany, and that's what we did. Yes, yes. Oh, I missed that so much. I even got like a, my Christmas wish list was a karaoke mic. But then I'm in my room singing alone. Like I don't have anyone to <laughs> sing with. <laughs> That's the thing here. It's like uh, karaoke places here are like are are a live stage where you go up and sing. But you know, in in, in Asia, it's like you got a karaoke room where you like ah oh, sing your heart. So out we have uh, karaoke rooms here in New York City, but it's like you pay per song, and it's so expensive. What? It's so much more expensive. Yeah. And oh so okay here in Europe is not a thing. Uh, I'm sure um, probably not. They're like <laughs> thing at all. I would love karaoke. I mean, they told me like some bars have it here, but it's, it's not. Yeah, so nice. Uh, I wish I could like sing and not have anyone like look at me like. I want to hear the song, man. <laughs> you haven't another when you're half. This is when you're half. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna be model. You have to go to pageants. And it's like, that's true. what? Yeah, that's a lot true. of, a lot of Filipino. White. Yes, a lot of Filipino like uh, pageant winners. They're mostly like half white, no, half Western, half Filipino. Yeah, and it wasn't the last one half Australian, Australian or something. Yeah, not sure. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. But it's like pageants are like food. Pageant, they have True. like a huge like school or education system for yeah. pageants, right? And Filipinos are great at it. You know, here when we had Miss Malta, the local Maltese, they didn't even care. You know who was training Miss Malta? A Ooh. Filipino guy. Hey, <gasps> way to go! Like the, the culture is just so huge in the Philippines, but here in Europe, no one cares. Like it's like football in America. It's pageants in the Philippines. <laughs> There's those pageants in in America, I guess. I feel like it's something that got brushed off, you know, like that the, they like they like doing also because America or, does, you know, and they're sure. good at it. <laughs> yeah. Filipinos take pageants very seriously. Very seriously, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's like one of the expectations, especially if you're half. 
It's like, yeah. oh, be an artista, like go model, go be an whatever. Like <laughs> so those reality something. Yeah. You're right. The ones that yeah. are very popular are all like very white, you know, in the Philippines. And if you're half, ah, uh, what? what? <laughs> God. Remember Pajella when uh, we told you not to speak in English and you became mute? <laughs> we went to Philippines to like, you know, Boracay <laughs> and I don't speak Tagalog. I was out of Sandra and Cholo. It was three of us. And then because the, the taxis, you know, they skim off your money if, if you do, if you look foreign. Okay. Ripped off, you know. And so I was just like, I don't talk because I because I'm not going to hear my accent. I, I'm just like a mute child, just like. <laughs> and then when I speak, I'll just speak with a like I speak English but with a Tag- Filipino accent. <laughs> oh my gosh! We're trying so hard to be like not stand out because if you stand out, you get ripped off. That's true. Mm-hmm. So it was really funny. And we got lost. Oh, yeah, we got lost. Uh, we got to this very sketchy area. And we're just like, oh, my God. And then we, to- we took a tricycle back. Went, like, <laughs> opposite direction. I was, it was me. It was me. I was like, it's this side, I'm sure. And we started seeing, like, the like, kids with, like, no shoes, like, playing basketball, like, in the side of the street. They're just staring at us, like... And then we're like, all right, this we look very fancy here. <laughs> yeah, like they were staring at us like we were aliens. And I was like, okay, I think we're in the sketchy part Wrong of town. Place. Uh, oh, I remember like, we, whenever we go to Philippines, we, we can't wear like jewelries around. like Because remember, they, my, uh, our moms would say like, you would chop up your arm if you, if you yeah, wear Yeah, no, and I would hear stories of like people like pulling your ear. Oh, yes, that story. Oh, my God. I my my cousins so... would say like, "Oh, keep your phone away like that when we're in like the tricycle because they could just grab it." Or like, "Why record scenery?" <laughs> no, don't grab it. I think maybe that's why I don't have stories in the Philippines. Yeah, <laughs> Instagram stories. Like, scared. Yeah, they were like, just go away." And man, it's crazy. But I also think like they paranoid us a lot. That too. That's we talked about that with Roberto too. Like it's just like. A little bit paranoid us too and also if you keep saying that if you keep spreading that then it's not going to get better you know of course I mean yeah especially you as a like as someone that you two we both three all of us like we well mostly you guys like have you guys traveled someplace like alone like as a girl like obviously it's like um, a very big yeah. step forward you know because yeah all yeah. of us like oh you shouldn't be alone uh, of course yeah, or traveling as girls, only girls. That's that's another thing. It's like, you wouldn't say that to my brother if he wanted to travel by himself. No. Like, no, if you yeah. think about it. I mean, I I don't think my parents would say that to my brother. But f- for me, it's like, oh, be careful. Oh, like, don't travel by yourself. Oh, that. This yeah. and that. And it's like, for guys... Yeah, it just like, and I understand, like, I guess the fear, like, with this whole, like, sexualized culture, and if you're a girl, like, it's very dangerous, you know, who knows what's going to happen, but at the same time, like, I'm like, you know, if I'm a parent, like, I, I don't want to limit them, limit their lives, too, 
because mm-hmm. what's the point of living if you're just in a cage um, mm-hmm. and you don't really get to experience everything or like experience things but yeah it's it's tough it's yeah. tough to be a parent to a daughter and um, make sure they're safe and also live the, their life and do what they want to do yeah it's no, not easy that's true I mean being a parent's never easy obviously you yeah. know especially for someone that's worrying all the time, which I feel like we are now because we got brushed off, you know, and I feel like in the future, if we ever have kids, we are going to be so anxious all the time. (laughs) I don't want to be anxious. We will be like in between trying to be a good parent versus like trying, trying not to be too strict, but then at the same time trying to be, you know, good enough because obviously we, we criticize a lot about our parents' way of bringing us up. At the same time, we turned out very good. Like, we turned out pretty good. So it's like... We it's should be proud of ourselves, ladies. Girl. Yeah, for real. But we're like, we should we're tr- so also trustful. And at the same time, we're doing our own thing, living our own country, being independent and everything. And yeah. I'm proud of myself. And I think you guys should be too. Like, true. Yeah. For real though. Yeah. But especially with the like... Uh, you know the signs nowadays and like how how there's so many like other older women that have conceived and is doing great job at it it's just it's just there's so much I want to listen to my mom like a few years back where she's like don't, don't get married to bear pass you 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 travel purse do everything you want to do before you like my mom is very change her mind like with that <laughs> thing it's just like what do you want me to do like settle down or do you want me to travel and like but she would change her mind like like that because it's it's other people's voices that that makes yeah. her think that way you know like probably Very, your friend was like oh when is when is Bachi oh yeah yeah yeah. Is right, yeah it's not her my mom doesn't have high expectations for me from the start you know how i know that is because when i got my bachelor's degree she was like oh you're the first you're the first one that get a, a degree in our family, no? Like, I, I thought you were not gonna, like, graduate. I was like, thanks, mom. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, she always said, I never see you studying. I think, I think my mom also mentioned it, and then, like, my mom was like, oh, you have to find a husband. I was like, no, you know, in the Bible, it says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So <laughs> he has to find me. He has to find me. Not me. I have to go find once you put in the Bible quote or anything related to God, there's like, right? Yeah, you're right. Mom, don't contradict yourself. You can't. You can't argue that. Okay. You can't argue God's words. Yes, <laughs> for real. But like, I don't see that pressure here in Europe, where people do tend to get married later. Mm-hmm. Like they don't even talk about it. They don't even mention it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially here too. My God, here is like. Cat, li- cat woman, you know, you can be a cat lady. Like, people will not bite an eye. <laughs> the thing with America is that it's so big. There's so many people with very different opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you will always find someone that you can relate to. But with Philippines, it's just there's so many people that think the same way. That's you're, true. Like, you feel good... so bad. You're back against the wall. Unless yeah. you have friends to talk to and to vent to about these type of things. But it's like, damn. You all think that way? That's crazy. Yeah. But it's so stressful. Slowly the mentality is changing. With the newer generations, I feel sure. like yeah. they're focusing on their careers more. There are more um, women who are choosing not to settle down and not to have children. 
So, yeah. but slowly, there's still a long way to go, but I think slowly yeah. it's starting more. Uh, this is the thing we did with Roberto. Do you have a favorite Filipino dish? Favorite Filipino dish? Wow. But I have so many. What is, choose oh, one. Pajola's obsessed with lumpia. Like, I remember we'd have birthday parties and all the lumpia would be gone because of Pajola. Um, <laughs> oh, I know. Longanisa for breakfast. Longanisa. You know what? All and egg and rice. Silo- oh, yes. Yeah. All the silogs. Give it to me. Long silog. What about, okay, what about, what about, if you could have one thing, okay, this is for all of us. Oh. If you have, if you could have one dish right now from Macau, what would it be? Go. You're in Aula, What is it? <laughs> Aula, I'm telling mean. Uh, beef, beef noodles. Or uh, beef yeah. tendon noodles. Oh, beef so beef tendon noodles. And mine is Yen Zhao Cao Fan, which is like a fried rice with shrimp and veggies and... Um, oh, Yen Zhao Cao Fan so good. Yes, it's so good. What's yours? It's so hard. Just the first thing that pop up in your mind. Gam Lei Ngao La Min. Actually, It had to be specific. It has to be specifically from that store, though, because it's like they have this thick... Broth. This broth is so thick, and they don't skim you on the on the tendon. The tendon is my favorite, like the jelly part. The so jelly meat, good <laughs> beef noodles. It's good for your skin. Mm. Oh yeah, good for your skin. People are like, oh my god, that's fat, but it's not. All right, before we right. get ourselves all hungry, um, thank you so much, <laughs> thank Sandra. You for guys. Thank you, Sandra, for being Any here. shout outs for your um? Yeah, tell us your media. um handle, Instagram handle, or, or YouTube yes. channel. Guys, so if you're interested in travels and adventures, exploring, etc., make sure to follow me on My Travel Treats on Instagram. Um, so yeah, where you can enjoy a lot of travel content and my daily um, adventures around the world. Nice. Same thing for your YouTube channel, same name? Yes, same name, My Travel Treats. Thank you, Sandra, so much for your time. <laughs> Bye. Sorry that we're so messy. <laughs> no, it's just for the video. Bye, guys. Pajella, you had to put the burp in there. Obviously. <laughs>